You know, one of the things that I find interesting is that um, naturally endowed assets, and we might think as assets like beauty, um, that individuals have intelligence, um, you know, the ability to talk, um, you know, the ability to socialize, any number of those things that come very naturally. And I do believe that there is both nature and nurture to that argument, right? So um, nature being that people do have natural endowments. I've seen that a lot with little kids. Um, and, you know, that they, they, they people come in, in all sorts, right? And it's not just about socialization where somebody has natural endowments. But, you know, I digress that these things, um, they can be often a disadvantage for people, right? We often think of them as, as a clear advantage, right? Beauty is, I don't know, almost all research that I know of in this area, and I'm not like a beauty expert in terms of management and beauty, but, you know, generally the more beautiful you are, the, um, you know, more opportunities you have, um, you know, tipping, for example, you might get more tips, those kind of things. Um, you know, all of that kind of stuff can be very much a disadvantage because you don't have the, um, you don't have to work at it as hard to get to where you need to go to. So if somebody doesn't have that, yes, they'll have a distinct disadvantage, right? And we know them, but there are people that make it out of those things, right? We can, we can pick out any number of what the society would call, you know, ugly people, right? Andre the Giant um, is, you know, like Andre the Giant, the wrestler from the 1980s, just an enormous person. And for all intents and pers uh, purposes, most people would sort of consider him, you know, in a different society would have considered him ugly. But he was able to leverage his, um, you know, massive size to, to, to be a real advantage. And we have all these kind of things, right? Where you have to figure out what those things are, right? Like you, you're born with, um, you know, one, you don't have a leg, for example, or it was cut off or whatever, right? Like any, any number of disadvantages that we would say is a clear disadvantage um, often can be an advantage if you think about it in the right way and you frame the problem in the right way. And you think of, you know, the things that we think of, of clear advantages, they can be very much not helpful, right? If you don't have to work at something, yes, it's easy to get to, to different opportunities and things like that. But if you don't have to work at it, you don't have to struggle at it you're not going to perform to the same degree um, as somebody else that, that didn't have to do that and really work at it and develop and hone those skills. There's, there's pretty good research in this area that sort of shows this. Um, so I think like having um, natural disabilities or, you know, things that people would consider, oh, I don't know. Um, that they would hold you back, all those kind of things. I think those for some people are actually a good thing. Not for everybody, right? Like, like some people actually really struggle with that too. 
But here's the thing that I think is critical with, with struggling with it. Um, and you know, how to get people to sort of frame in different ways what that is. I really do think that's where the socialization process, that's where the management process comes in. And I view those very similar because they're very similar processes where we're just socializing, right? Like knowing how to interact with society, knowing how to sort of frame, and that's where psychological processes come in and framing the things that you have, the gifts, very much gifts, right? If you have a disadvantage, people would clearly say that that is a disadvantage, that's a gift. And that is framing you can and you're, you you can use that in so many ways to leverage what you're doing. I've seen some really wonderful things on TikTok, for example, where people are are talking about you know things like um, uh, you know having ticks, for example, or you know just just different aspects of how they they interact in in knowing that it's 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 a struggle. Right. And you might think that, oh, my life is very plain Jane. I don't have a lot of things to offer. I'm I don't have any spectacular thing. I'm pretty ordinary. Here's the thing that you don't realize. And it took me 40 years to realize this because I didn't realize I had a thing until, you know, I, I actually started exploring it and I realized I actually had a thing. Um, so I, I've been struggling with um you know, ADHD my whole life. And I did not realize that until I was 40 years old. And I would point out that most people have a thing. You just don't realize it. You don't see it at this moment. And until something, you read it, you get more information, all those kind of things, you realize like, holy crap, I do have a thing that is holding me back or, you know, so-called holding me back. But it's really that thing that's actually also propelling you forward. I would not have struggled. I would not have, you know, one of the things that's correlated with ADHD, for example, is creativity. You know, I would never have done this. It would have been pretty boring and straightforward. I would never have sort of pursued different things. I wouldn't have been interested in innovation, like a lot of different things. And um, it's the thing that I have, what people would consider a disadvantage, which is actually driving me to do things because I struggle with what I actually have, right? I realize things don't come easy to me. Some people, you know, writing, sitting down, doing work, all that kind of stuff just comes really easy, but it just never, not once, ever came easy to me. I really struggle. I, and I see that, um, you know, in, in my two sons, right? Like I, uh, one of them struggles a little more than the other, uh, and, you know, in, t in terms of just things coming quickly and, and I see the amount of work that he has to put in uh, compared to, you know, like, like other people where it comes clearly, but I also see that it's a real distinct advantage um, where he is learning the skill. You learn the skills to work your ass off, um, you know, from an early age. And it's like that with everything, right? You learn that skill. But the key is having the right socialization, the right management, the right coaching, whatever you want to call it, to get you to think about it in the right way and say that, you know, uh, this, yes, it comes hard. Yes, it's a struggle. But damn it, I'm going to do this thing. And screw you to the rest of the world that holds me back. 
I'm going to do this thing and I'm going to actually turn it into something that that is better than anybody else has ever seen. And screw you if you won't help me. Um, and, and I think if you do that, if you change it around, you have that conversation in your head, you, you can actually accomplish far more than what most people ever think. I am such a big believer that we never have any disadvantages. Yes, um, you know, we struggle with these things, but you got to point, you, you have to actually turn it into something. And if you train, you, if you look at the sort of all the badness that you have or whatever you consider bad, that's only some group, somebody has pointed, put it in your head. And if you're in a different position, you would have thought about it in a different way and would have done something spectacular with it. And you can still do that today. Now, hopefully if you listen to this podcast, you'll turn it around and create something that's spectacular that nobody else can do. All right, take care and have a wonderful day.